This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation. This week, we are talking to Kira. She just got sent home on the latest episode of Bachelor in Paradise. So we want to talk to her and hear all about her experience and maybe what she could have done different. Is her name Uh, Kira or is she Jane? I'm I'm, I'm getting them too confused. I mean, she was basically (laughs) given given the, the name jane on the show because she, she got along name. so well with uh tarzan or jacob yes. uh but yeah she was on clayton season of the bachelor uh definitely want to get to know her a little bit better and you know see uh see how her experience was on on, on the beach can't wait to talk to her but brian i'm so surprised at you you were supposed to represent for your doctors in the community that's dr jane to you bro come on dr I get it. jane yes i want to talk to her about that i want to talk to her about her because i mean she went to harvard this is a smart girl and Very I feel like she's been getting a lot of uh, a lot of heat because, you know, she uh, she enjoys her sexual side. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And, uh, you know, doctors can have fun, too. You know what yes. I mean? Like yes. there's nothing wrong with that, but definitely get into into that with her. But first doctors off, we got to we got to get to our. Matter. Yes. Doctors lives matter. Uh, so we got to get to our hot takes, man. What do you got? Oh, man, I was ready. You just threw it on me like that. <laughs> <laughs> you just threw it on me like uh, doctors. Sex lives matters. But, dude, you know, we had the infamous Kelly Flanagan on the pod, right? And she said something that it, it, it did annoy me. She, it really did annoy me. Kelly, if you listen, I hope you are. You annoyed me that day. And what she said was a lot of these guys wouldn't be getting half the women they talked to if it wasn't for the show. And it pissed me off because I immediately thought, hell, a lot of these women wouldn't be getting to have the guys that they talked to if it wasn't for the show, right? Now, I didn't say what she said was wrong. I just felt that it goes both ways across the across the gender spectrum, right? But Lord have mercy, Kelly is winning right now because some of these men on Paradise have absolutely terrible game. Like yeah. Romeo, he literally, Romeo, Romeo, we're out there, Romeo, must be <laughs> at home because you ain't reading the books, man. Andy, uh, Romeo was struggling, man. I mean, I think the line of the night was, it's like the way, the way Romeo is moving around, it makes me wonder if he actually went to Harvard. I think Michael A said that. Michael A said that. Michael A said that. Yo, that was, I I actually laughed out loud to that. But um, yeah, man, seems like he's, (laughs) he's book smart and street smart, but I don't know when it comes to the ladies, he was struggling there for a minute. I, I, I feel that a part of street smart has to be lady smart. Like, I just feel like you know how to talk to people a bit more. 
Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I was so perplexed watching him. I'm like, dude, you are fumbling every last day. It, it was just like the flip flopping, man. It's like <laughs> pick a lane. It's like he he got he got rid of Kira. He he let her down and basically said, hey, I want to pursue Jill. And then he went and to then, Jill. Oh. And then at the last minute, when he's pursuing Jill, he pulls you know a switcheroo and wants to go over to Brittany. No, and and she then, swerved the shit out oh, of him, which, which was, was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Hey, can we get a shout out? We need more. Little Miss Gavin, she needs some more airtime. Like yeah, that was hilarious. Does. That 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 was hilarious. But I mean, hilarious. That was a swerve, I mean, it was so the night for sure. Matter of fact, I think I met both of them the same night. Uh, what, her and Romeo. Yeah, and it wasn't like just them two. Like they weren't dating, nothing like that. But like his game, man, it's it's, it's hard to watch. Like I know his homeboys must be coming at him. They it have was, to be. It was crazy. I mean, it was like. At first, it was like, okay, you're in a love triangle. You're a wanted man. And then by the end of it, it was like, from being he, was, wanted he, to, like he was asking girls if they would accept his rose. Like, <laughs> that has to he be got a so first. desperate. And like everybody, <laughs> I mean, that's that. There's something to be said I'm about sorry, that. I'm sorry, Romeo. I got to be honest, man. That I has feel to be like, a first. I feel like women, like maybe the women lost like some respect for him, like towards the end. And it's oh, like, for sure. Once, once a for woman sure. loses respect for you, like they yeah. look at you totally different. You know what that, I'm saying? And they, true. I feel like the women were looking at so, at the end, like they so felt Herodesic. sorry for him. Yeah. And he was just going through it, man. He was crying. He was, he was obviously, yeah, that, having and a little and bit it, of breakdown there. And, and you said that so eloquently, no one's going to take that incorrectly, but I want to make sure that people don't because young people be coming at us for whatever reason. Like, we're not saying that it's a beautiful thing that men show emotion as well, but like, my man was my man broke down. <laughs> he lost it. He lost it all. Going after every girl, like it was just bad. It must his confidence had to be shot after like oh, for sure. after Brittany like. <laughs> no, I mean then I mean who knows what he was thinking about? He's like, damn, I blew with Jill, <laughs> Kira, I kicked to the curb, and then now and then uh, he tried to come back for. Oh my god, mm. who was it? Haley. <laughs> he got to go down Haley. the Hall of Fame. He's like anybody, no game. Anybody just take uh, my so rose. Bad. I mean, did he surpass Andrew from the week before? Okay, Andrew, you know, and and I love these guys. Like I know him. Like I picked yeah. it with him. Like, like, so it ain't like nothing personal whatsoever, just me being a fan of the show. Andrew didn't have game either, but he there's that would be disrespectful to put Andrew in the same category as Romeo in terms of game. It would be disrespectful. Romeo was that bad. I'm sorry. It was that bad. It, it was just uh, it was only thing that could have been worse is if he was from Miami. Like, <laughs> oh, shots fired, shots not, fired. Not towards you whatsoever. I mean, listen, with a name like Romeo, <laughs> yeah, and just, that he, might he be just part wasn't of the living issue. up to the name. He just wasn't living up to the name. He's got a lot of a lot of hype behind him and the name, so he had that, to step up. And that's probably part of the issue. Maybe he just got caught up, man. He's like, you know what? This is paradise. Like, let me. The thing is, I don't think he. I just don't think he was as honest with Jill. And as we all know, man, when you're not. Or again, remember the saying, the truth will set you free. I don't think he was as forthright as he should have been with these women and like kept it open because he literally said, I want to pursue something. He told Kira, I want to pursue something with Jill. Please let me pursue her in peace. And then all of a sudden at the yeah. 11th hour, he's, you know, and Jill is hilarious. Like Jill is must-see TV. Her faces, her jokes. I think she's hilarious. I thoroughly enjoy her on the show. He's even, though she hasn't, even though she hasn't found any any uh, suitors yet. She hasn't found any suitors yet, but yeah, Romeo, we're out that Romeo. It is not on paradise. <laughs> I mean, I wish, you know, sometime, I've never said this before. I wish Romeo and I would have had a conversation before he was going out there. I really Yeah, well, what, what would Mike Johnson's advice Like, a, just like a big brother, you know, in that regard. <laughs> like, 
because you know you watch this show and some of these people are are, are friends and then yeah. you're like oh god bro you know it's like yeah you just want the best for your people and i wish i would have been able to talk to him it's like yeah. matt james like bro you're I amazing think, you gotta so, put on 15 pounds of muscle honey and he some, did and he looked some, great sometimes you just gotta know to read the room man i mean there was like a funny ass meme about britney's face when he moved in for the kiss her oh. eyes were like bug eyes yeah like, that was you're really you're really stepping up to me right now and you're trying to kiss me like what are you thinking her expressions were absolutely great absolutely great for that yeah i mean that's, it, it was that, deservingly that's, so that's where his confidence i think just took a yeah it, dive it, and he, it, it he was just grasping at straws after that but uh but you never know he got he gave jill the rose at the end there hopefully i don't know i don't think they'll ever rekindle that romance oh for I sure think jill that boat has sailed for jill but and she you was know. so, ooh, can we give a shout out to Jill? She was so gangster when she said, when she took Romeo's rose, which by the way, I thought he was going to give his rose to nobody. And so I was surprised that he did give yeah, it. Yeah, I thought he was going to go home and just like call it a day. Can you <laughs> not his... give your rose and still stay? If it was technically your week? Yeah, I think he could have just said, I'm not giving this rose to anybody. I don't have any connection. Everybody <laughs> despises me right now. I'm going home. I don't know. I think he could have done that. He could have. Wait, we have some brand new this just in from Romeo as we're recording right now. I'm reading to you guys. Uh, so about last night, I'm grateful to have these opportunities to learn more about myself, dating and relationships, especially with such a smart and compassionate group of people. It's a privilege to be able to watch back one's own mistakes and receive feedback from so many. I'm learning to be more aware of my feelings, more direct in my communication and more intentional with the relationships I pursue. May there be such opportunities for growth. You live and you learn, man. There you go. Yeah. He's he's grown already. He he sees the error of his ways. Oh, for sure. And, and uh, you know, he'll probably never make that those mistakes again. He won't. And that's the thing. That's what, you know, people you think we say, like, we're being mean to these people. We're not. Yeah. Like, he's a great human being. Just, you know, he's going to have to lick his wounds. And, and for the next person and, that and comes across in his life, he'll be amazing for it. But listen, though, I mean, paradise, paradise puts you... I think somebody mentioned that they're in a pickle. I mean, they, you get put placed in some pickles on paradise. Genevieve said it'll be a sweet pickle. There you when go. When Aaron yes. came down. Yes. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what's your hot take, man? Uh, well, man, I mean, we talked a little bit about, obviously, as far as the these guys getting um, women on the show, you know, maybe deserve, not deserving it or whatnot. But as far as, have you ever heard of the term negging? 
Yes. Can you give the definition of? Yes. Negging, for those of out there that don't know, is the practice of giving backhanded compliments and generally making comments that express indifference toward another person, usually a woman, in an attempt to seduce that person. And I feel like there's a fine line here. I feel like some men and some women can do this as well, uh, take it a little too far and it goes into the whole manipulation realm. Um, but then I feel like some people can use it to their advantage. And I actually noted this. I believe Johnny called Victoria Fuller the wrong name. And then maybe as like the inside joke, like, oh, I don't know your name. I called you by a different name. Went ahead and said, what's your name again? And her response was, it's my job or I'm going to make you remember my name. Right. Mm. So for me, it's kind of like. Johnny, he seems like he's got game, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Compared okay. to some other guys, like he basically, you know, Victoria Fuller, obviously when she came on the beach, every single guy was like breaking their neck to see her, right? So then now Johnny takes the approach of like, what's your name? Calls her by the wrong name. Do you feel, I feel like that's a tactic to essentially not be like, make himself stand out from the rest of the guys. If every other guy is saying, how beautiful she is and how wanted she is and they're going after her and then you have this guy who's quote-unquote indifferent and like just playing it cool or whatnot and you know maybe jokes around I mean, i'm sure she didn't take it too seriously but you know calls her by the wrong name i feel like maybe she's gonna be a little bit more attracted to that or you know a little bit more inquisitive as far as okay what's this about he's calling me by the wrong name like I'm going to show him. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're, what you're saying reminds me of uh, the scene in the movie Hitch with Will Smith when he's yeah. in the bar and he's talking to the, his client and he's like, hey, you, this is how you get this girl. And there's she's a gorgeous woman. She's surrounded by like 10 guys at a bar and he walks up to her, gives her like a 20. And uh, he's like, he asks her, he tells her the drink order that he wants. And she walks back. She's like, I don't work here. He was like, I know. I just want to get you away from those guys. And it I worked. And, it, and worked, it worked, right? Yeah. Like it worked. I don't we this is why the English language is absolutely beautiful. This is why language in general is absolutely amazing because it's all about how you say things. So for example, let's say I'm on that beach like I was. No one remembers me from paradise because I was boring, I was whack, I was to myself, right? And someone could say, Oh, Mike was mysterious. Or someone could say, he was really introverted the entire time and just quiet and closed off. Both statements could be true. One statement has a way more positive connotation associated with it, which is mysterious. And I think when you use the term negging, I love how you said there's a fine line. Yeah. Because when you start to use things like being manipulative, yeah. that's only looked at negatively because it's only that's, bad. That's the wrong you see way what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I said, mm, like, like mm, yeah. When you said, uh, Victoria said to him, well, it's my job to make you I would never forget it. That to me is fire. That to me is like really amazing flirt flirtation going on between two people, yeah. not being mis mischievous or not being malicious. Yeah. Now, I thought the first time he literally just didn't know her name. <laughs> like, um, who said lace is loose, you know? Like, well, I mean, I get I get lace. She hasn't been around for a while. You know what I'm saying? She was like on Bachelor in Paradise maybe like five years ago. So I get that. I didn't that. know Chris and Harrison's then, name, bro. I didn't true. know. Like, I don't know. No, I'm just I'm, saying. I, I, have a, I have a hard things. time. I have a hard time 
believing that Johnny didn't know who she was. I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. I do agree with you. Because, I mean, she the homie, so she on an, on on the spectrum. She on an, on a, the hotter side of the spectrum, right? No. And listen, don't. I'm, I'm not disrespecting Lay's Body Chance. She is an icon. I mean, I loved her. I watched Paradise back in the day when she was on. I just feel like this cast is a lot newer. You know what I'm saying? So like, if they didn't watch the show back in the day, they might know or not know her. But do you see? Do you see the whole negging aspect that we were talking about earlier? Like, do you feel like that is wrong when it comes to flirting or, you know, basically trying to uh, get with somebody like you are in Paradise? Based on the example that you gave of the yeah. Victoria Fuller thing, I don't see that wrong whatsoever, period. Brian, so we've been talking for a long time now, but I really can't wait to talk it out with Kira. We have a lot of things to discuss with her. And some of those things evolve after the show on Twitter that are happening in real time. And so I definitely yes. want to see uh, what's going on with her, Justin, Everyone on Paradise and Stagecoach. A little Twitter beef. Let's get to the bottom of this. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome, Kira. Thanks so much for being here. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet Kira, you. Kira, Kira, Kira. There's so much to unwind and unravel and talk it out <laughs> yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, so much. Uh, can we start, first off, how you doing? My name's Mike. Hello, Mike. Um, I'm, I'm Kira. I'm Brian. <laughs> nice, I'm Brian. nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like sometimes we be just going straight into it, Brian. Like, you got to be It's know? like, I sometimes you feel like with people in Bachelor Nation, like you see them on TV so much, like you just know each other. Yeah, but, but all right, what's up? Technically, like, th <laughs> thank you for that formal introduction, Mike. No, I just yeah. want to be respectful. Um, talking about, just want to be respectful to you. There are some things going on now on Twitter about Stagecoach <laughs> and yeah. Justin saying this is news to him that you were even there. Yeah. Talk about that so, for us. Um, yeah, I was very surprised by that tweet this morning. Um, basically, Justin was saying that I wasn't at Stagecoach and what I said about him and Sally was just for me to get screen time. Um, I think, first of all, I don't think I said anything negative about him and Sally. I just said that they seemed really into each other. So I'm not really sure where his shade is coming from or why he's coming at me. Um, and second of all, I was there and I had conversation conversations with him. And Damn, I, it was on two separate occasions that we talked. It was the first day of Stagecoach when we were all in a big field and then also at the pool party. And I think I saw him one other time, but we didn't talk during Blake's uh, performance. So yeah, I, I know we talked and I remember talking to other people about how, you know, he wasn't what I expected after talking to him. So like we definitely talked. And apparently he was all over Sally most of the time when, yeah. when you saw him. He, he was all over Sally, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. They're both young and hot and single. And they can be into each other. And what I was saying was not from like a place of judgment. 
it was more from a place of stating the facts, especially since Genevieve was into him and she kind of needed to know what might happen once Sally comes down the stairs. When, are, sure. when is Bachelor Nation going to realize that whatever happens in Stagecoach does not stay in Stagecoach? Yeah. Am exactly. I right or what? <laughs> that is true. Exactly. Have either of you ever been to Stagecoach? Never. I don't think I, don't think I want to go. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> like, it ain't happening now. <laughs> yeah. Never been. Uh, I want to go right there. You mentioned uh, two people can do two things. What? How do you feel about people coming at you because you're a doctor and you love your sexuality. Yeah, I, I've been see, seeing a, a couple of comments on uh, Twitter and Reddit, and I try not to go on those forums too much. But um, please don't. Initially, after the first episode aired, um, there were a lot of people that were complaining that, like, how she's a doctor, how is she acting like this? Um, but then later on, actually, there are a lot of people that were coming out in support of me. And now the conversation right. is a lot more balanced. And there are more people that are in support of me doing what I want in my private time um, and how that's separate from my profession. That being also like that being said, like nothing that I did uh, on Paradise is inappropriate or crossed any ethical lines. So, you know, even if like the personal and professional were like mixed, um, I never did anything wrong. So I don't see like what the problem is. Neither do I. I don't, I think I love your response to that, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. And you're the first person I've ever heard um, speak on the negative and the positive comments as in you know, like a map, a math equation. You were saying, well, now there's more positive feedback. And so like you just kind of balance yourself out. And I think just, from a mental health standpoint, more people that are online should look at it more so in that regard. And instead, mm -hmm. a lot of people see three bad comments to like 15 great comments, you know? Yeah. Kira, do you think there's a double standard when it comes to men and women? Um, you know, yeah. when it comes to that? She was like, yes. <laughs> oh my God, thank you for saying it. Um, absolutely, like, you know, I was very, I came in hot the first episode, like I was in paradise. I was ready to meet some people, flirt with some guys, kiss some guys. Um, you know, I came in hot um, and it was super controversial. There was another person who also came in hot, um, Jacob. He was like, yes. he came in naked. He was, you know, saying some like similar things and doing some similar things, but I've heard zero conversation about like him. It was all about um, me. They and I called think him the Bachelor of Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> like wow. that's the that's the tag he got. Yeah, wow. exactly, exactly. So I really saw it as like a double standard there um, because like we came in with similar energy, but I was the only one getting negativity from uh, the audience. You know, that's it seems like we don't learn, we don't listen because I remember a time on Paradise when Kenny um, from Bachelor in Paradise previous season <laughs> came down naked. Kenny, you know, good looking guy, came down butt naked. And then when his fiance, Mari, they did a shoot and she was scantily clad, people were coming at her. And yeah. so I don't understand why we still in today's age, I mean, we could think of something every single day, right? That there's a double-edged sword when it comes to, not even a double-edged sword, but just uh, people treating women like they can't be free, like someone owns your body. 
what do you yeah, say to I those people, people? I think people are still very uncomfortable with um, women owning their sexuality and not being ashamed of it. Um, I think times are changing, but um, I think a lot of people still either secretly or uh, not so secretly hold some like judgmental views about women and their sexuality. Um, I actually, uh, so I was watching the episode um, and I kind of took exception to some things that Casey said. Um, I mean, he Which basically- episode, the first or second? I'm not sure, but he, ba I mean, you'll probably remember once you hear what I have to say, but he basically, to something to the effect that you were crazy, you're a mad woman, that she, he said that you were too much for him and that he needs a good girl because he's ready to get engaged. So it's like, why can't, why can't people see somebody who's just very comfortable with their sexualities also can be a good girl? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think both those can be one and the same. Why does it, why do they have to separate those lines? Like, oh, she's not a good girl if she acts this way or says this or whatever the case may be. Exactly. I, I mean, look, I think I'm too much for Casey to handle and that's okay. And, you know, he and I are friends now. Um, we're on good terms. So like, I, I was not super offended by what he said. Um, but what you, what you said is very interesting. And I think it, it's very true. You can be like fun and wild and crazy, but still be a good girl or be a good girlfriend or wife. Um, you know, I'm sort of like doing everything, having my fun now. And I know that like, when I meet the right person, I will have, you know, done a lot, seen a lot and be ready to, to just settle. And that's sort of where I'm at in my life right now, honestly. Sure, that I'm ready to find that person and settle. Like I'm bored of, you know, I'm kind of bored of dating and um, yeah. Just I want you. the real thing, let's go. Yeah. Uh, Casey, there's, you, you too much woman for him, shit. You know that? Yeah. <laughs> you a great yeah. woman. like. It, too much woman for him is what it is. He was um, intimidated, you know. He was like, intimidated it's by okay. it. It's okay. Uh, I'm a very intimidating you can't woman. Handle the heat. Oh. You got to get out of the kitchen. You, you know, know what exactly. it is. Exactly. When you were speaking on, like you're you're able to live now because you know we want to get into your. So how did you get to this point right now? Because I know it's an, an amazing list of different things, and I want to know all about. It. I'm so curious. But you said something right there that I I haven't heard someone haven't heard people speak on a lot, which is. You said I'm living my life like, you know, like I feel as if I feel like when you're younger, you were just really academic and just yeah. grinding, 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 grinding. And now you're like, yeah. hey, I can open up a little bit more. And it seems like people associate what we do to how we should act. Yeah. And it's just like I'm not 21, but I still can have fun. You know, exactly. It's like we yeah. always want to come at somebody for something. No, and it's not like she's like she's going to show up the next day to a consultation right and you're gonna yes. be yeah the, the professional that you are like just because you know you like to have fun on the weekends or whatnot doesn't mean that you're not going to show up monday morning and do what you need to do to you know help those people that are in need for so, the record i'll probably trust you more as my doctor i'm just saying <laughs> like i'm just being <laughs> well, honest thank but, you thank you mike hey um I yeah i people. mean <laughs> like 
I know that this time in my life is very temporary. Um, I know that in the next few years, I'm probably going to get married and have children. Like I'm very aware that, you know, this time is sort of like coming to an end and I'm ready to move on to that next stage. Um, but until I like find that person and, you know, settle down, um, I'm going to have my fun. And you're right, like I did work really hard for most of my young adult life. Um, I made a lot of sacrifices and now, you know, I'm done with my schooling, I'm done with my training and I'm just living life. Right. As you should, as you should. As, yeah. really as you should. I do want to get into that, but I have one question that I, I, I like calling myself out. When I talk, when I talk about somebody, I have no problem saying behind their back because I can say it in their face, right? So episode one. Yeah. It's another question I want to get into with you, but it was the the, the love triangle with Jill, Romeo and yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and episode two did not help Romeo case at all. We're going to get it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Romeo. <laughs> I'm oh, about Romeo. to get in. <laughs> yeah. So when you came over, when it was uh, they were on the day bed, Jill and Romeo and kind of that ordeal. I was thinking in my head, come on now, you know you have to go over there. But then I was also thinking in my head, I wish Romeo would have like talked to you right there in front of Jill and said, hey, I'm not feeling you. But my question for you is after watching episode two, how, did you know Romeo prior to going on Paradise? Yeah, what's the background on that? Yeah, let's, let me ask, let's start there. <laughs> yeah. So Romeo and I actually um, went to school together. We graduated the same year at Harvard and we, we didn't know each other super well, but we definitely were acquainted, um, but we didn't like hang out together. We weren't in the same friend groups, um, but I definitely like recognized him um, when the cast list for The Bachelorette came out. I was like, oh, I like, I remember so that crazy. guy. We went Such to college together and you know, um, after I got on the show, uh, he and I reconnected and like texted about it. Um, so, you know, we got friendlier and, um, you know, after the show, some things went down and um, the aftermath is kind of playing out in paradise right now. Are you saying after you were on The Bachelor, he was on The Bachelorette before Paradise? So is this like in the New York scene? Like, yeah, in the New York are... scene. Yeah, I would visit a lot. I I was living in Philly back then, and I would visit New York a lot, and I would hang out with him. Um, yeah, he likes to have fun. I like to have fun, and we would hang out together. Side note: I really wish Dr. Joe was back on the beach. Uh, that makes me think Who? of Dr. Joe. He's hilarious. Oh, Dr. Joe. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. I love that guy. So wait, so Karen, and he so got we're... game actually. <laughs> he does or he doesn't? He does. Okay. I, did Romeo have game back then? Like prior um, to going on Paradise? I think I think he I think he's a late bloomer. Let's let's just say that. Oh, he's a late fair. bloomer. He's he's blooming right now. Was he maybe is, is he, he blooming or is like, dying? Because on Paradise he dying. <laughs> <laughs> he he really got himself into a predicament. No, I mean, um he I, okay, I would say if I had to answer, no, he doesn't have game. But he's a very <laughs> tall, good-looking, smart guy uh, gets with away a good with job. It. So, like, that sort of compensates for his uh, lack of game. 
So tell me this. What, what were you expecting? Because, I mean, you went straight for Romeo when you got yeah. there. Like, what were your expectations going onto the beach? Like, did you feel like, you know, maybe you were going to rekindle some of those, yeah. uh, you know, past moments that you had in New York with him? Exactly. Um, I came in there and I know that we had a great connection before Paradise and I was hoping to rekindle it with him. Um However, I was definitely open to other guys. Um, I was talking to some other guys. Um, I know they didn't show that in the episode, but like I had conversations with almost everyone on that beach. Um, and like, I definitely felt a strong connection with Romeo, but I didn't only have eyes for Romeo. Quick question. Where did, where does Jill fall into the whole thing with, in the New York scene? Was she around as well or? So Romeo um, was having conversations with multiple girls um, while he and I were having uh, conversations or were, um, you know, in the same circle. Um, and Jill and him were texting a lot, talking a lot, and she denied that she liked him. I explicitly asked her if she was into Romeo and she said, no, definitely not. Um, so yeah, so that's, uh, that's sort of how she comes into this. She and Romeo were also talking at the same time that he and I were talking and hanging out. So it was a shock to you when you got on the beach and all of a sudden Romeo's telling you that he wants to pursue something with Jill when you thought no, Jill didn't. It, it, it wasn't a surprise because what happened is that, um, during one night out, uh, me and Romeo, uh, we ended up making out and Jill asked me about it later and she was very upset that I didn't like tell her that we had kissed. And, you know, I think like that sort of clued me into, um, the fact that she may like him as more than a friend, because if he was just a friend, then she wouldn't really care if I was kissing him um, or doing anything with him. So that sort of uh, clued me in that she may like him more than um, than just a friend. But going into Paradise, I had no idea if she wanted to pursue him or not. I really no, that's, didn't. That's fair. Well, I want to take it back for a second. You were saying that Romeo has no game, but he must have game because am I hearing that he was talking to more than just you and Jill? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I don't remember who else he was talking about, but yeah, he was he was definitely talking to a lot of girls. He was putting Within his eggs in too many baskets. And outside of Bachelor Nation. Um, yeah. Hey, my man, late blooming. He, he's twenty one. He's twenty one right now. He said he late blooming. He's just you know shooting. Right. A shot. He's a, he's like I'm trying to live my life. I've yeah, he's like, I'm doing all this stuff before. Life. Exactly. No. No. Um, no, he's a good guy. No, I, I yeah, feel he seems that. like he has a good heart. Yeah, he seems like he, feels just, like he has a good heart. He just needs to focus a little bit more. <laughs> he needs a big brother. Yeah. And if he has a big brother, I want to talk to his big brother. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you let your little brother go on TV doing this? Come on now. Yeah, he's not even made anything terrible. You know, I really thing. just wish he had communicated better with me. Um, you know, the whole day he was sort of leading me on um, until the evening when he explicitly told me that he wasn't interested. Um, mm. And as soon as he told me that, like I was on to the next, I was on to Casey. 
Um, I didn't dwell. I didn't try to convince him. Um, so if he had communicated a lot earlier and not sort of led me on, continued to be flirty all day um, while still like, you know, having eyes only for Jill, we could have really, um, he could have saved everyone a lot of pain. What kind of things was he saying that made you feel that he was leading you on? Like just being flirty in general or? Just being flirty in general. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So you we, had no indication. Okay. Yeah, no, no indication. He wasn't like saying, I'm going to, you know, I want to date you or whatever, but it was just like flirty conversation. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Thanks for that background right there. Yeah. Um, great, I have tea right there. Yeah, definitely. So <laughs> Brian and I both have so many more questions about paradise, but honestly, here on talking now, we want to get to know you on a deeper level. Yeah. And so Kira, I got to ask, like, we know you're a doctor. What kind of doctor are you and how did you get into the field? Yeah, I'm a doctor of internal medicine. Um, I mostly work in a hospital setting. So um, whenever someone is admitted to the hospital, I would be taking care of them. Um, unless they're a surgical issue, then I, I wouldn't be. Um, the types of patients that I take care of are uh, COVID patients, um, patients that come in with like heart failure or pneumonia um, or COPD. So that's like the most common things that I see in the hospital. I was about to say, you're the type of doctor I've gone to see when I've had asthma attacks. Oh, is your asthma well controlled now? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Do you have, yeah. an, do you have an inhaler mic? Now. No, no asthma is scary. No, it, yeah, it definitely is. I use the little discus thing. Okay, no, good. What it's called. Yes. So, um, so what made you want to go into that field, Kira? Yeah, um... I've always been very um, science focused. I like science and, um, you know, I really wanted to like help people and do something meaningful with my life. And I'm glad that I went into medicine. Um, I think during the pandemic was when I really felt it, like felt really glad that I went into medicine because, you know, I think a lot of people were stuck at home, but I felt like I was actually able to um, do something to get out there and help people. I mean, it was very hard because especially at the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of people were dying and there was like nothing that we can really do about it. Um, and the first wave really hit hard, but um, it was, I still feel like it was really a privilege to take care of all those patients. Oh, we just want to you. thank you for your service. I mean, thank being you. on the front lines like that, it's amazing. Definitely hats off to you. I'm starting to have a better picture of you. It's still a wide, wide paintbrush, but curious. Yeah. So I'm, we're listening to, you You know, you are extremely intelligent. F anyone that thinks otherwise. Uh, and you're confident. You like to show it off a little bit. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But like you were saying you were saying that Romeo's blossoming, but you are also in, in, this, in, a, in this space that you had just said, that you just mentioned. And all the people that I know that worked in the hospital deserve that. Like completely deserve Thank to you. just oh. let loose for a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Like, just let life. that thing exactly. roll, you know? Just, exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, um, I think what COVID and just like, living life in general has taught me that it's um, life is short and just enjoy it and don't care about people's opinions too much unless it's people that know you and really care about you um, and give you good advice. Everyone else, like, don't really worry about it. And public opinion always, like, it's always, like, swaying. And I even saw that with 
the case of me um, last week, how it was very negative at first and then really shifted to more positive. Would you say that's the biggest lesson you learned uh, since you've been a doctor? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the preciousness of life, definitely. Mm. Um, yeah, because like I see people like dying all the time not to be morbid or anything like a lot of them are, are towards the end of their life. Um, but it really does remind me that life is really precious. You were talking about advice. Uh, I mean, for the audience out there, what, what's the, the best piece of medical advice that you could give anybody out there that's listening? Oh, medical advice. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, Taking notes. Uh, make sure that you're vaccinated, make sure that you're boosted um don't smoke um smoking increases the chances of uh getting uh, not only cancer but heart disease and stroke later on um you know stay active and um also take care of your mind there's a huge like mind body connection and you know people who are really stressed out that affects the body that affects like where they store fat and how much fat they store and um, the incidence of cardiac disease. So, you know, try to reduce your stress as much as possible as well. How do you protect your mental health? I feel like that's a very Took the words topic. out right out. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you do um, for self-care and whatnot? I like to work out. Um, and I have two cat daughters, Olga and Oksana. Um, and just being around them and laying around them also gives me, um, some feeling of relaxation. And lately I've tried to have more of a routine with my schedule. So, um, I think that's also decreased a lot of the stress in my life, just sort of having more of a routine and being more structured. That's love it. Love that it. one specifically has helped me myself having more of a routine. Yeah. I, I've been so scattered so that routine thank you for saying that i really appreciate that yeah you um, should read um atomic habits it's a it's a good book claro yes yeah. absolutely it's a great book it's a great book yeah i love that um can i ask how was dating prior to going on the show as a doctor going to harvard um i mean i don't think i've ever had trouble um like finding dates or like finding people uh who want to date me um but i don't know i i i wouldn't say dating has been hard but i think like um finding someone for a meaningful relationship has been harder i've had only one meaningful relationship and it was many years ago it lasted for six years but since then, like I've only had very short relationships. Um, and part of the reason is like, you know, me and things that I need to work through. Um, but also part of the reason is like, it's really hard to find like a really good fit. Um, someone who like understands me and values me um, and isn't like intimidated by me. Like, I don't think I'm, in, I'm very intimidating, am I? Like, I don't, I don't go around like boasting or, um, I think yeah. that some guys are still, uh, stuck in a, 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 a sad place when it comes to a woman making a lot of money and or making more. Um, hmm. I think that's how some guys may see that. And that's, again, that's not your fault. <laughs> that's a hundred percent on them. 
Yeah. And one thing I'm surprised that you didn't say, I'm sorry, Brian, is like when it comes to like understanding and like making things fit is, do you have like a normal nine to five schedule or how is that for you? No, um, I usually work about 12 hours. So like seven to seven. Um, I managed to get off early today um, in order to do this podcast, but I typically work seven to seven and um, I only really work like maybe 10 to 13 days a month. Uh, oh. That's what full time is for a hospitalist. So, um, you know, I work field. hard during the days I work hard, but I don't work very many um, days in the month. And you're not, is- are you on call for anything? Like if they need you? Thankfully, no, no. Okay. Wow. So like um, when I leave work, I truly leave it because like out. I just sign out all oh. the patients to the other doctor, the night doctor. Um, so I, I'm not on call. Is that normal for uh, internal uh, medicine doctors? Yeah, yeah, it depends. So there are internal medicine doctors who also work in the clinic setting. So um, they sometimes are on call, like their, their schedule is different. But in terms of like hospitalists and uh, doctors who work in a hospital setting, um, my schedule is pretty typical. Yeah. Like the shift work and um, only working part of the month. Yeah. Thank you. Um, going back to the dating, I would, you just, the way you were talking about it, just maybe want to bring something up about the whole intimidation factor. Are you, are have you ever approached a man? Like, are you okay or comfortable <laughs> with... Right. You yeah, know, going oh, up to and hitting on a man because some women, you know, they like to be approached themselves. You know, they don't like to do the approaching. And, you know, some men find that intimidating. Right. But I don't. We actually might be this conversation yeah, last week. That's why I'm laughing. We love an aggressive yeah. woman. You know what I'm saying? Like we think that's a turn on. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I would change aggressive to um, assert- assertive or very, 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 very fair. Thank you for correcting fair. me. Fair. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank no, you. Um, but I but I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I don't have a uh, trouble approaching guys. Um, you know, I don't think my approach is particularly aggressive. It's just like uh, getting to know them. Um, like, hey, who are how are you? And who, who are, are you? you? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like you feel out the vibes and you know, um, typically they're the ones that ask for my number, ask for my social. Um, but yeah, why not go after like who you want? I don't see a problem with that. But I think after that, I really try to let them take the lead um, because men like to be men and I like to be a woman. I like to, you know, sometimes take the back seat or the side seat and not have to like, you know, do everything. Like, yeah. I, you know, I like being like a strong, independent woman, but um, I don't want to have to do it my whole life. Like, I want to have a partner that um, I can share some of the burdens of life with. Um, yeah, that's where I stand. Yeah. Right, sometimes, sometimes we need a little kick in the ass in the beginning. Yeah, that yeah, is true. yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. How have you always been so open in terms of just? Like you were just saying, if someone were to come, if you were at a bar, you know, you go up to somebody, they come up to you, if they ask for your number or your social, uh, and what we were talking about actually earlier about your occupation and what you do for a living, because I know a lot of people that have like their socials private based upon their occupation. What are your thoughts on that? About like my social media? Yeah. Um, I think uh, the same. Like I think my professional life and my personal life are very 
in my mind very separate. So um, what I post on social is just like sort of about me and my personal life. Um, and I try not to put a lot of like medical content on my uh, on my Instagram because I want those two things to be uh, mm -hmm. separate. Um, and I try not to make it too like, you know, racy or whatever, but I'm totally fine posting like bikini pics or, you know, like sexier pics. Um, but I also don't want that to be my brand, like that only to be my brand. I could definitely see you being a brand ambassador for like just I feel like you are a perfect fit for some brand out there. Just boss woman doing her thing, uh, but humble, with but her also, sexuality. like pr loves her sexuality. Like I, you are going to be the perfect fit for a brand. Thank out you. Hundred million percent. Uh, Kira, going back to Bachelor Talk, how yeah. in the world did you get on the show? Yeah. Um, so my best friend Harry nominated me to be on the show, um, and I got a call from them and it was not something that I ever expected to do or really wanted to do. Like I, I've watched Bachelor casually here and there, um, but I was definitely not like a super fan or anything. Um, but when they called me, I thought about it and I was single at the time. So I was like, why not? You know, why not do this? Um, I was a little bit worried about like, could this affect my professional reputation? Um, um, but I sort of like got over that fear and decided to go for it. And, you know, I'm really glad that I did because I've really grown a lot as a person. I've learned a lot about myself and I've also learned a lot about how other people operate. Do your patients ever mention, Hey, you were on the show, great show last night or anything like that. I mean, do they ever comment? <laughs> I haven't had any patients really recognize me. Like uh, I think a lot of the like nursing staff and like a lot of the staff like do, but n I don't think patients do maybe because I'm wearing like a mask 24 seven and you know, maybe they're too sick to be Googling say, stuff. They, on they in the hospital. They, they, they ain't worried about they, that. They, they in the hospital. They worried about <laughs> exactly. getting fixed. <laughs> Sorry, worried yeah, about. Yeah, no, no patient has um, asked me about it or said anything. Now, Brian, I don't I know if you heard I also look like a mess in the hospital. Um, so that's another thing, like no makeup, just sort of like rolling in with my Down. scrubs and yeah. So maybe Down that's it as well. On a mission, so you got Down a job to do. Brian, exactly. I don't know if you heard this, but Kira just said when we were talking about how she got on the show, your friend Harry uh, had yeah. nominated you and you were saying you were single then. Are you single now? Um, <laughs> I, I think that um, I think that remains to be seen um, or rather uh, we can talk about it later. <laughs> what's your what's your type? My, my love story is not is not finished yet. Let me just put it. Like that what's way. your what's your type? What's like your ideal man? Because I, I mean, you were on Clayton season, yeah, right. And then you, you know, you uh, interacted with Romeo. So I just want to get kind of get a feel. Like, what are you looking for in a man at the end of the day? Like, perfect world, like physically, mentally, emotionally. I think uh, definitely like um, traditionally good looking, <laughs> okay. um, uh, and. <laughs> Uh, like tall and um, handsome, good features, um, likes to like very active. So that's like the superficial uh, stuff. And in terms of attributes, um, 
I don't know. I think I tend to like more chill personalities or people who can, um, you know, calm me down because at times like I can be very anxious um, and I need someone to sort of calm me down. Um, I don't know, someone that values quality time and family. Um, that's really big. And sort of someone who has a similar vision for how their life is going to unfold both personally and like sort of like professionally or I don't think that's superficial at all. You're just uh, being honest. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, and the other thing I forgot to mention is I'm very straightforward, um, as you guys can probably tell. Um, and I really appreciate it when someone is also able to be straightforward and communicate well, um, but also do, in, do it in like a tactful, kind manner. Love that. Love that. Um, Kira, speaking of honesty, thank you for being honest. You're so honest. Um, we got to talk about your comment about being a porn star in another life. That, I think, really shook Bachelor Nation to its core. Um, I'm glad have, you said it. How have people reacted to that? Yeah, people have reacted very negatively about that. Um, you know, I was joking around in my interview and, you know, like, I think that's like one of the things I said and it was broadcast and, you know, I... I don't necessarily regret saying that, but it was a joke. So yeah. this is this is like a revolving theme because I don't know if you know a lady named Demi. Um, yeah. She she was on the show as well. She can say that, and people will love it. Yeah, eat it up. You say it, it's like I don't like her. Yeah, oh my exactly. God, she's a doctor. How dare she? Yeah, like, it's like come, come on. on. And what's wrong with porn stars? Honestly, like they're making an honest living. Um, so you know. I don't necessarily like seriously want to be one, but um, I respect their line of work and I think other people should too. And yeah. That's what I'm, I'm just glad you said it because it's it's just so, there's a double standard that makes amongst men and women. And then also it seems like a double standard amongst an occupation. Exactly. And, and or what one does for a living and how they get their legal tender. Right? What, exactly. I, I just yeah, don't, exactly. I don't get that. But on that, any regrets from your time on the show thus far? Any regrets? Um, hmm. I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that. Um, Would you have done things differently knowing what you know now? I don't think I would have uh, focused so much on Romeo at the beginning. Um, I think I would have explored more options earlier on and maybe like focused on more on Jacob from the very beginning and built the foundation with him earlier. Um, but other than that, I don't think that there's anything I regret. I think I was very much myself um, and I had a lot of fun. I went there to have fun and it was it was a good experience overall. So it was fun for you. Most of the time, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time. Most. I got. I got. I got to ask, Mike. I got to ask. Um, Sally's suitcase. Yeah. There was, there was a vibrator found in her suitcase that somehow ended up in your hands. How did that end up in your hands? Um, so the girls uh, brought all of the stuff down to um, where the bar was. 
and I was like at the bar. Um, so like they brought it down and I was like, Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, oh, cool. 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 One of these. Uh, I, I saw a tweet uh, that I was talking. Uh, no, it wasn't Marlena. She said it. She was like, and this is why uh, people are so nice to the producers because they can like plant a dildo without you even being there. Right. Do you feel that you were you some people are saying about you that you were playing for the cameras like Justin saying that you're trying to get followers and trying to get screen time and things of that nature. Do you feel that you were simply just having a good time and playing around or you were there um, for the right reasons per se those words. Um, I was definitely not playing to the cameras. I was there to have fun and I had fun and I let loose and um, I wouldn't say like everything that I did there, I probably would do in real life. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I would do in real life. <laughs> um, so no. And also, I actually take issue with Marlena's tweet because like, um, what's wrong with having like a, a vibrator in your suitcase, you know? I think it was like, that, that shouldn't it, be it comes in handy. It comes in handy on the road. Exactly. Right? Um, uh, yeah. Story for another day. <laughs> Can so, we talk about um, Joe, uh, Joe Amable's tweet? Yeah. I, mean, that's like I, didn't, I didn't speak on that. We, what was it? What was it? He basically okay. something to the effect that at least we know you're there to build an OnlyFans platform instead of some other platform, I guess, or something to that effect. I mean, you could. I'm I mean, sure you, you know exactly what he said. Yeah, I'm sure you know exactly. So he said, um, at least we know that Kira's not here for Instagram followers, but rather OnlyFans uh, followers or something to that effect. Please tell um, me you retweeted and said, did you subscribe yet? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone commented <laughs> and you would be the first for a subscriber. Um, so that was a funny clap back. Um, no, I mean, look, it was a funny joke. Like if one of my friends said it, um, it would have been like funny, but I think him saying it was a little bit in poor taste. Um, you know, there's like a, a kind of a weird power dynamic here and he should have been more sensitive to that. Like he, is a straight white man in America with a lot of like followers and social capital. And he's sort of joking about the sexuality of um, uh, like a woman of color who has a lot less social capital than him. So I think like, um, I think he may have, should have been a little bit more careful with his words. Um, yeah, that was... I definitely don't agree with that being put out there for sure. I mean, it was, it, it was, I, it he was definitely funny, got room I, for it. Next time, can y'all right please send me this joke. in like live time? Cause I would have clapped back for you. I would have said that for you. Like, Thank you. Ah, I wish I would have seen it in live time. I need to be on Twitter when I watch. <laughs> but again, it's, it's not that deep. Like um, a lot of things are not that deep. And it's not um, Joe, Joe would say he would apologize to you and say, you're right. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. honestly what he would do. Then he'd probably try to cook for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we talk a little bit about um, Jill as well? Yes. Jill, yes. Yeah. Speak Please. on it. What would you but like to talk about? I have like about? a couple things to like say about that. So, yeah, um, I think, so I was pretty like hurt by Jill watching the first episode 
Um, you know, I was, I was pretty surprised and shocked to see like some of the negative things that she said about me um, to her interviewer and also to like other people. Um, like I was not like calling her names or talking bad about her um, that whole day, but apparently she was. Um, so that was like really disappointing to, to see. Um, Do you remember and I what, in particular, she, what in particular huh? she said? I think she said something like, I think she called me a bitch a couple of times. Um, and, you know, I think there were a lot of situations that were misunderstandings, like um, the drink situation with, there were three cups there. I think like I'd come and put my cup or there, they had their cups there and I came with my cup. So it was three cups there. And at some point I wanted to drink and they're identical cups. So I was like, oh, can I take that one? And I took that one, not realizing that that was her drink. And honestly, I found out that that was her drink when I watched the episode. Um, wow. So, you know, <laughs> a little bit of communication at that time could have sent, uh, could have saved um, her some resentment towards me. Um, and, you know, it was an honest mistake. I was surprised to see it like play out on screen. Um, yeah. That's uh, that's what I have to say. I uh, glad you said that again because it definitely it didn't look like that. It was yeah, chopped up in a way that looked as if it were you know as if he was just being a bitch. Yeah, and and even the fight on the beach like that was not about Romeo. That was not me taking my frustration out on her because he um, he swerved me. No, that um, that argument was a result of you know, me being very confused why she was like acting weird towards me the whole day, like running away whenever I approached a group or, um, you know, I, some people had told me that she was like saying some things about me um, right before I came down to the beach. And I was like, why is she talking bad about me? Um, so that argument was more about like our relationship me and her relationship and it being strained and you know she kept saying like but we're friends we're friends we're good i was like you're not acting like we're friends like what is going on here um yeah so that's what that conversation was about uh, and that was like now. the context um and maybe i could have handled it better i think it shouldn't have escalated to the point of being like a screaming argument um but I wish that we had better communication uh, throughout the day because I think we could have been spared um, that confrontation. And now where's your But worst? You know, I respect Jill a lot. Um, but yeah, we did not, um, we didn't have a good experience together in paradise. And, and now, like Mike was saying, yeah, where, does, where do you guys stand now? Uh, we haven't really talked since paradise um you know i'm not sure if we'll ever reconcile uh but yeah right now we're sort of taking space how do we it's fair bow tie that taking space yeah that's fair what else do we need to know about paradise yeah what, what, what other what other tea uh, can you drop Ooh, what other tea can i drop um I guess like ask me about a person and I'll probably have an opinion. Teddy, I don't think Teddy had a very good time in paradise. Um, 
I'm not sure if her and Andrew were clicking. And I think in general, I don't, I don't think she was having a really good time in paradise, but um, I didn't ask her that directly. It was just sort of like feeling her vibe. Genevieve. I, <laughs> I, I think like watching her break down over um, Justin going on a date. Um, I, I, yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I think she's going to have a very hard time in paradise. Let's just put it that way. Cause I'm sure, uh, that will happen a couple more times. Um, and if it hap if she's freaking out after, um, having or being with a guy for two days, I wonder what it's going to be like when they're together for a while, either just with Justin or someone else. So they seem like they were I think fighting she's like, in for a rocky ride in paradise. Her and Justin seemed like they were arguing, like they had been together for two years. That's, That's what it seemed exactly. like. It's like, exactly. it's been two days. Yeah. Shanae. Shanae, um, I don't know. I mean, I think she's uh, she's nice, but I found it really difficult to get very deep with her or like get to know her as a person. Um, she's like very like surface level, um, at least with me. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, we can definitely keep going down this list, but in lieu of time, we gotta ask. What's your gem for us? So my gem, um, so my favorite author is Oscar Wilde. Yeah. And in one of his books, he said, to love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. And it reminds me that the longest relationship that you'll ever have is with yourself. Um, you know, other relationships will come and go, um, but you really have to cultivate the relationship you have with yourself um, and bring into your life things that will fulfill you and nurture you and reject the people and things that sort of harm you. Um, and that's, I, I say this, or I, I tell my friends this a lot, um, like if they're like in toxic relationships or whatever, I keep reminding them that, you know, uh, those relationships are ruining their relationship with themselves. And that's why they should get out. I want to part two Love with that. you because I that. can so right? riff off of that. Oh, thank you so much for We didn't being get here. into like thank young Kira. Yeah, we need to, we need to, we need to, yeah, we need to, I this. need a part two. I, 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 yeah. We're going to go Wait, to your, your gym, the workout. I, and last, <laughs> yeah. one last question, Kira. Could we possibly see you on our TV screens again? I mean, is this something that you would do again? Yeah, possibly. I mean, um, yeah, keep watching. <laughs> All right. We well, will. I mean, yeah, we're going to do a part two. All right, we're going to do a <laughs> yeah. part two. Um, thank you so much for your time today. Hope that you have a Thank you so much for having great me. Great rest of your day and can't wait to watch your love unfold. You know, she, when we were asking her about some of the people that uh, just some people that were there, some contestants. I did want to say you brought up Shanae. I think that she was definitely living rent free in some girls' heads. I haven't heard nobody say that. Shanae has been living rent free. Like in some who? Of these girls like heads. who, Mike? And she's been sweet. From what I've seen from the screen, she's been sweet. All the girls that have brought her up without her even having to say something. Yeah, I mean. Multiple I, different times. I'm not talking about like one time. I mean, I feel. I mean, think about the. You know everything that happened with Thomas, right? He was the 
quote unquote villain on her on his season mm-hmm. and then he comes to paradise and totally redeems himself he ends up finding becca and they're super in love right yeah. um absolutely you know i feel like shanae like all the antics you know they they rewinded and played a lot of the the old episodes or the clips at least of you know between her and, Gen- her and genevieve. Uh, genevieve um but to me it seems like she was there to find love. You yeah, know, she, she was there for got, the right reasons. Like she obviously got with Logan. They were having a good time. It seems like she's maybe pulling a switcheroo with uh, James now. But I don't know. I don't feel like she's been the, you know, the drama starter that maybe she was on on her season of The Bachelor. Neither do I. But man, Takira. Yeah, Kira, Kira. She's extremely well spoken. Yes, she has like she, a very calm, like no nonsense. Like like you said, like very. Tell it like it is demeanor. I like oh, that. and that's what she well, that's what she told us how she is. And so I mean yeah. that's how that's how we both interpreted her yeah. uh, in one way. I, I felt that she knows herself. And that yeah. is almost a superpower. When yeah. you know yourself, no one else could like rock you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel that she has that superpower within her. Even down to her gym with Oscar Wilde. It, it just that speaks to her. Yeah. I feel that from yeah. her. She just knows who the hell she is. Yeah, she's very comfortable in her own skin. You could definitely tell that. And, you know, I mean, you could see how, like, even keeled she was when she talked about all the, you know, the backlash that she's gotten in these last, you know, these last couple episodes for her approach or whatnot. And, you know, she's she's kind of like just going with the flow. Like, it doesn't really seem to phase her as much as, you know, maybe it would some. And, you know, she could see she's like very mentally strong and very secure. She's definitely mentally skin. strong, definitely secure. Uh, I, and that's why I want to have a part two with her. I just want to like to our listeners, I want them to just hear from her words, you know, and, and for us as well, because I, I, I do like that within her for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely had a great interview with Kira. So we want to thank her for being here and just to all the listeners out there, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode. And make sure you tune in to Bachelor in Paradise next Monday and Tuesday at 8 p.m. on ABC or stream it on Hulu. And you know we always love to hear your opinions, your stories, your insight, and all those crazy Twitter mentions that y'all give on the show. We want to hear it all. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, follow. Message us on social at Talking Out, B as in Bachelor, N as in Nation on IG. Again, that's Talking Out, B in. And as always... Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and listen to us on Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And baby, don't DM Tarzan or anybody else no more until you hit subscribe. We love y'all. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com specialoffer.